Hello and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. I'm so thrilled to share a new mini-series here on the podcast called Spill the Tea. Join Molly McKinley and me for conversations about being intentional and confident in uncertain times and beyond. Molly is the CEO of Intentionalities and host of the Afternoon Tea Podcast. So in honor of our shared love of tea, pull out your sassiest teacup, brew your favorite tea blend, snuggle into your coziest spot, and listen in on this hour of togetherness. Get ready to hear us sharing ideas too, best practices around, and of course, highlighting our favorite people, brands, and initiatives, positively serving humanity, and sprinkling joy over their slice of the galaxy. Without further ado, let's spill the tea. Hello, friends. Hello, lionesses. Hello, lions. Hello, world. <laughs> I, I, I swear one of these times I am going to have a mirror without the mirror, just like the Miss Nancy. Did you have Miss Nancy when you were growing up? Miss Nancy. With the magic mirror where she would say, I see Molly and Sarah. Oh, yeah. and yeah. Yes. Yes. I love that. And I would sit patiently every single week waiting for her to say my name and she did it. <laughs> but yeah, no one ever says Molly either. Yeah. It's like Andrew was saying he, he remembers watching proper room is what it was called. Oh, yeah. um, and then uh, not ever saying their name. I'm like, but she said like every name under the sun. It's just, we just clearly weren't there the week that she said, because Debbie was a a pretty popular kid's name. I mean, there were like five Debbies in my class. Can you hear all the sirens going by? It's crazy all of a sudden here. Yeah. Well, so I was just on a, a live with Sarah and Leslie over on Woman Up and <laughs> Sarah's so funny. She's like, well, I guess landscaping is essential activity because my landscaper just arrived. <laughs> of course, right, right then, right then. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Life in two days. So it's so much change every day, Molly. Right. I know. Well, we're just getting the order that we're on that mandatory shutdown. So, um, you know, this morning I was trying to run around and get groceries and all the things I need to do the gardening this weekend, you know, and all yes. those things. But yeah, it was it's pretty stressful, actually. I'll be honest. I, you know, you don't realize how many things you touch until you're trying not to touch anything. Yes. Including your face. I'm the worst. It's like, you know, uh, my family and I, so we're having a virtual tea party on Friday. Oh, yay. Yeah. Yay. Well, I told you it's a huge, like tea is a big thing in our family. Right. And, um, I, <laughs> I was kind of joking that like we could, we could have like a bandit tea party where it's like, you know, you have to be very like intentional about sipping your tea. Like everybody has a bandana on so that we're aware of like how, when you, when you have something on your face and that's what they were saying like with the masks for a lot of us, it's not that I'm not going to get it because I have a mask on, but it reminds me of like, don't put your nose, don't put your hands in your mouth. It's crazy how much we do like interact with our face. I know. Well, and I came home and I'm like, I have all these bags, you know, and I'm trying to put them away and the kids are all putting it away. And then I'm like trying to get my clothes into the, the washing machine and get my jump into the shower. And, you know, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just sure I'm not doing this right. You know. Well, the the biggest thing that that we've learned. Uh, so I'm assuming that you have your own bags. Uh, we do. Yes. Yes. Um, so for those of you who who haven't switched over to having your own bags, I mean, we've been using our own bags for like a decade. My mom makes them; they are adorable. I wish I had one right now to show you. Um, but if you're using the plastic bags from the grocery store, like immediately put those in the garbage 
Sorry, Mother Earth, but those cannot even be recycled because they do not know how long, if there is any virus that sticks on those things. So where you can bring in cloth bags. And then basically, while you're still in your clothes, while you're like, get it all out onto the counter, take the bags, your body, yourself into your laundry room, strip down, throw it all in the washer, turn it on, jump in the shower, and then put stuff away. And as you're putting it away, like things that are metal and glass, wipe them down. Mm. Metal and glass, wipe them down. Yeah, I did not do that. Just wipe them down. Yes, yeah, so wipe them down. So now when you, you pull them out, wipe them down. And it's that's why we have to, the people who are like, well, I've, I'm, I'm sheltering a place. I don't have to wash my hands all day. I'm like, yes, you do. Because you're touching stuff that was out there. Like, <laughs> and they just don't know how long it lives. They just yeah. don't know how long it lives on, on things. So it's just as much as you can think about if you touch anything, just wash yourself. This wash is. Hands. Stressful, right? And that's yes. why today's a perfect topic of talking about how to stay home, right? Because yes. it's it's really hard and we can control some things and there are some things we just can't control and yep. it's hard to uh, navigate it. Like tensions are high. Well, and I'll tell you, you know, uh, what inspired, well, there's a couple of things. I mean, our, our community, Molly, where our, especially where our community connects, right? Where our community intersects. Uh, there's, we have a lot of amazing women in that community. And yeah, I was sharing with you in the last few days, I've gotten notes from them saying, Deb, we miss your posts. And, and so for those of you who are messaging me that, like, I love you. And you know that it is my heart's desire to be sprinkling joy and peace and positive energy all over you. Right now, I'm helping clients get themselves set up so that they can do that in their communities. So I know I haven't been doing it as much on my profile page and, and on my socials. It's coming. I promise I will be back. I'm, I'm trying to set up the leaders of many places so that it can be those many leaders can touch their many constituents and their members and their employees and their agents. Uh, so it's, I appreciate your sacrifice. <laughs> Are you waiting for me? Cause I will be back. I promise, promise, promise. Uh, but when, one of the biggest things that I'm getting is how are you staying calm? How are you staying positive? And Molly, you and I have had some really great conversations offline about that. And I've been slowly kind of collecting, collecting, Ooh, I love that. collecting ideas, right? Um, I, I looked at my own day and said, what is it that I am doing? What is it that I've always done to keep myself calm in work, working from home? Right? Like how, how am I dealing with, you know, really not leaving, right? Because <laughs> I am, again, I am the meme. Like my lifestyle is now being called quarantine. And and so what what is it that I do to keep myself sane, even as an introvert, even as somebody who who values my alone time, which is separate from being introvert. I value alone time. I value quiet time. And right. I, I mean, if I don't have it, I'm not pleasant. I'm not. And my husband will be like, oh, I've been in your space for too many hours, haven't I? I'm like, yes, but it's not you. It's not that I don't love you. It's just that, yes. The older that I get, the worse it gets too. You know, I, yes. I don't know what that is about, but um, I definitely find that to be true. Well, I, I think it's, you know, as well, you're stepping more into a space where you are doing more healing, you're doing, you've you plugged back into doing more yoga for teaching yoga, right? So you're, you're, you're emptying your soul tank more than maybe when you were doing more corporate things or working on someone else's projects. Now you're doing a lot more soul centered and it's your vision, right? And, and that takes energy. 
that that does it depletes and uh, that's okay it's actually a wonderful thing it's a wonderful reason to be depleted and maybe exhausted <laughs> a little cranky uh, it's it's this about being aware of it right it's yeah. about truly about being aware of it and saying okay this is happening it's happening to me i feel it um and naming it like that's yeah. one of the things that that i think is is so important and i we've probably talked about it on the show before i mean i know we've talked about it you and me but naming these things right it's okay to say like i'm frustrated yeah. i'm uh it's okay to say like i need my space i'm sad like last night i i was sad it was it's been a month since nico went on to Ra rainbow bridge yeah and i was it was just hitting me like at seven o'clock he would like clockwork he would be like it's time for dinner and he would know no yeah. matter what time, no matter daylight savings, time, I miss his little face being my reminder of it's mm -hmm. seven o'clock, mommy, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> like feed me. And I was like, I, so I said it out loud. I'm just like, thank you for saying that out loud. Like, it's good to know, like, it, it, instead of me maybe being pulling inward or snapping at him because he wasn't sad too, or whatever it was, right? Like we could sit in that, in, in that sadness for a minute, remember him, honor him and then feed Lizzie. Right. Yeah. Uh, so naming it is a, is a big, a big part of it and being, being okay with the feels mm. all of them all of them yeah because they're um the feels are high on high uh you know i i don't know about you but sometimes when my feels get too high like i go into numb mode right and so it's you know it's that container or self-protection-ish mystic whatever stuff right so <laughs> trying to avoid that overkill into numb zone um you know how to you know how do you feel it without um just shutting down so Right, right. And I think this is particularly true for empaths, right? Because if you feel things deeply and in your bones, you know, it's tricky to, um, it is hard to sometimes separate it. You know? Well, and to that point, you know, like, um, there's probably people who didn't realize that being an empath and getting all of those feelings isn't because you're with people. Mm. And, and that's something that, oh, uh, one of the things of working from home is I won't have that as much. Well, I have it still yeah uh, you know an empath is the, it's the energy it's not the physical being it's the emotions that are in the air it's when you hear the news and it, it might not even scare you but you're thinking oh my gosh that's going to affect my mom or my sister or my neighbor and what are they what's going on with them and then you're, you're plugging into that and so having rituals like tea which we should talk about what we're drinking yeah. and, and yeah. What, what we're what we're sipping from but having things that you can go to that are calming for you Mm -hmm. is so important. And so having a list. So we're going to share today um, eight, eight different buckets. Uh, we might not get to all of the tips in each of them, but we'll be sure to share more about that. I know that Molly, you're going to share uh, some, some things inside the yoga world that are going to help us. Yeah. What's, I want to see your cup. I haven't seen your cup. Yet. I, I'm actually, I'm like full on undestructible mode today. Cause I, I have to finish out all of this stuff so that we can launch this next week. Um, I'm so incredibly excited about this campaign. The stories are so beautiful. Right, my agent is getting ready to launch a free webinar series about getting your digital house in order, which is pretty mm. awesome. Um, so everything from reviews to digital marketing strategies, techniques. Um, you know, for me, I self-identify as, you know, that, um, you know, relationship marketer um, yes. using that power of third party. So we're gonna be talking a lot about how do you do that sort of um, stuff with them. Um, in an online world, you know, even for yeah. people who are like, I'm not, I, digital marketing strategies aren't my, my jam. 
Um, but we're <laughs> working with how do you actually pull in the best parts of both um, and going to be teaching about that. So uh, I am channeling my inner undisruptible today to knock out that. But today in my tea, there we go. Um, and um, you guys want one of these shirts or one of these cups or we have bags to just um, drop your name in and we'll send you some love um, from my agent. But the um, tea I'm drinking today is a jasmine green tea and it is so smooth. I love it. Um, like Rishi brand, I think. Um, but yeah, it's a little loose tea. Um, it's gorgeous. Very smooth. I wish you could smell it. There was like smell a vision here because it's yes. Like, Where's yeah. Willy Wonka when we need him? <laughs> I know, right? So good. So How fun. about you? What's in your cup? So today I'm using um, one, a mug that my niece made me oh. a while ago. So I have this I have three lines that I use a lot, it, whether I'm blogging or saying it on the podcast, and that is, now is the time, this is the place, you are the one. Mm. And it's just a reminder to come back to you know where you are. And so my niece, who also works for me, um, the, she made a mug for each one. So now is the time is this oh, one. Oh, it's beautiful. Now is the time. Yeah, and it's got these cute little sparkles at the bottom. They're great. Um, I'm not exactly sure how she did it. I think she actually made them. I'm not sure how she did it. Uh, oh. She's so creative. I love her. Thank you, Aubrey. Uh, so I'm sipping, I'm actually sipping Earl Grey tea today. Oh, yeah. I love Earl Grey tea. I do too. And I have to tell you my inspiration for trying Earl Grey tea. <laughs> oh my gosh. The people who know me well will not be surprised about this at all. But Captain Picard from Star Trek Next Generation. All right. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Yeah. He, it is his drink of choice. So he would walk up to the replicator and say, Earl Grey, hot. Oh my God. And I was like, Earl Grey. Like I was a kid. I was young. Yeah. And I'm like, what is Earl Grey tea? And so, yep. I fell in love with it. I love, and talk about smell. Like bergamot yeah. is one of my favorites. Yeah. It is just this like pungent, sweet, delicious scent. And so, ah. I'm with you. You know, it was funny because on our little farm, um, we were, going through whacking a bunch of stuff and there was all of this wild bergamot so i was just like whoa what the what so How yeah fun. i don't even know what it actually looks like yeah uh we'll google it we'll put a link here in the thing too so it's actually you got these beautiful like sort of star uh red pointy petals um and pokey middle of course it does i know right it's gorgeous so yeah it's a wild bergamot is a cool thing so i, I dry so i hung it and dried it and now i'm actually going to be making um homemade bergamot tea from Ooh. from the the weeds or whatever yes mother nature's beauty abounds i see uh we've got some amazing people here with us so we can, i can see you we have stacy and donya and shelly and sophia and jennifer hey jen she's saying you girls are so cute you're so beautiful too jen <laughs> uh, I hope that you are safe down there in La La Land with all of the craziness. Um, I know that I messaged with Jen the other day. Her and BB are in shelter in place mode. <laughs> and oh, she says, Molly, I'm um, living for my love candle. Aww. I'm so glad she got her kit. Yay. That was such perfect timing. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yay. I love that. So um, let's start by sharing some of our things that keep us calm. And okay. So one of the one of the first things that I would love to suggest to everyone and encourage you to do is look at shaking up your routines. Like, don't feel like you have to stick with what you were doing two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, one of the fun things that that I do here is I have different creative spaces. Yeah. For being and doing. And oh, like I've got space in the studio where I am now, where I do recording <laughs> and oh, bless you, bula bula. Uh, where I do. <laughs> 
recording and these kind of conversations. I've got, you know, light coming in from the outside. So the lighting is good in here uh, and it's cozy and comfy and that's where I do the recording. But when I'm getting ready to write, I have this awesome place on my couch that has, you know, a perfect spot for my tea or wine or whatever I'm sipping, you know, like within, you know, the elbow space to grab. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I have a spot when I feel like I want to stand that's in the kitchen. Okay. Um, and so I've got different spaces. And for those of you who've got kiddos at home, consider like letting them have a space where they have a fort, where they, you know, build the fort with the blankets and pillows and cushions and where they have like a quiet space where they can go and do their reading, but where it is where they are going to do and be that isn't the norm. Mm. Have some fun well, with that. That's what, I don't know if you can see, but I'm going to, um, this is the office that we go to because we don't have internet and there's space in our little cubby. <laughs> I love the cubby. Like that's the cubby we all wanted when we were kids, right? Oh, I know. It's like a little reading nook, super cute. Although I probably would have installed like a curtain oh, so nobody could see. Because that's where we store all of the um, the boxes and everything for the tea. But yeah, this one we just made it to a cozy cubby because sometimes it, you you do write better if you feel like you're sort of you know in a cave or you know just tucked away with a blanket and you know yeah. I don't know there's something I don't know for me at least it's kind of like a shelter out getting everything else and out mm -hmm. of the way and yeah so yeah and I think it's it's also you know having separate spaces while you're trying to do certain things uh, allows those of us who do need the quiet alone space in order to create but it also makes the time where we, we all come together as a family whether it's over a meal at lunch or dinner or for game time it makes that time even more special for everyone right yes. because we've had the time to be alone and miss one another or be alone and fill our soul tanks depending <laughs> well, <laughs> on which you're alone and miss one another when you're on top of each other right i mean like yes. that's the reality of every what everybody is facing so i think that's a beautiful idea i think we should have adult ports that's what i think we should be doing not just for the kids, it's for the adults too. Yes, well, we actually have, um, we live in a, a very large home here. And I mean, it's hello, hello kind of place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we bought it because we thought we would fill it with kids, but we that didn't happen for us. And so now we have just different rooms for different things. And so we actually have a, a guest room in our basement that had like a little guest suite that has a little bathroom and you know a place where people can kind of turn it into their own living space. And I decorated that room like you're on vacation. So it has the big, huge, um, what do you call that? The netting, like the bed netting? Uh -huh. Yeah. That, you know, so you can, you can crawl in there and close it up and, you know, you feel oh, like wow. we went all out. I love that. Yeah. And so we have friends that are like, Hey, can I reserve the room? <laughs> it's like, sure. Go on up. You know, not right now. Uh, but later, you know, yeah. soon because it, but I go down there and work. Oh, like cool. I go down there and write. Cause it's, you know, it, it's, it's all about shaking up the space, right? Yeah. Not like, don't, don't get cabin fever because you're forcing yourself into, well, that's my office and that's where I'm supposed to do my work. Yes. No, I would I like to I like to write on my front porch. That's where I go. Well, yes, with with the your little billy goats coming up and visiting you. Yes, and the porch swing and the breeze and the birds and I love it. the chimes. Yeah, it's kind of magical actually. So. I love it. I love it. So for those of you who are here with us watching virtually, drop in the comments. Like, where do you where are you finding respite? What's where's the calm nook in your home? Where are you going to be as opposed to where you where you do your work? Like, where is that separation from the oil? I'd love to see it. And if you, if you have a photo of it, we'd love to see it. Like, let's bring the calm into the stream and and share those things. I'm loving seeing the the photos online of even with people taking a picture of their teacup 
Like where, where are they, you know, where, where are they drinking from? You can see the atmosphere around them. So take a picture of where you are, where you're listening to this, add your tea in the photo if you've got it or your wine, if you're, you know, there already. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny though is um, when we're talking about different spaces for work, I think that's really important, right? Because we're stuck. Um, on the flip side of that, I find it very, very nurturing to have the same spot where I do my meditation work. Mm. Um, because there's something about the consistency of preparing the mind for quiet um, that is very comforting to me. So, just a thought out there for folks who are trying to, um, you know, start a meditation practice or now that yoga is online and in the safety and comfort of your home. So you can turn off your video and you don't have to worry about anybody seeing you or there's just no weirdness now. Like there's no, there's no gates to um, practice, if you will. Um, you, you know, the um, intimidation factor is gone, you know. That, well, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So yoga is, is one of those ways to stay calm, right? We yeah, know we, we, we've talked about that. And this is this is your lane, lady, like you are doing some really cool things with, you know, virtual classes. And I know there's some things that you want to teach us. So why don't why don't you share what's on your heart around people stepping into this space? Sure. So we are first of all, we're doing a free class on Tuesday nights that I'm teaching um, through my yoga studio. Um, uh, it's called Yoga Garden NC. Um, dot com. I'll drop in the link here. And um, I would anybody out there who's considering practicing yoga, I highly recommend my teacher of 11 years, 12 years, um, Dharma Richards, and uh, she's an absolute gem. So try to take one of her classes. Um, I teach a gentle by candlelight class on Tuesday nights. Um, and these are all karma classes. So um, you can um, donate if you choose or just join for free. Um, you know, any donations just go straight to the studio to pay rent. Um, so that's good. Um, yeah, which is great. But um, it's funny how people are coming because of the community, right? Now mm -hmm. people are lingering afterward on Zoom. And I'll pop in the link because my teacher sent a picture yesterday, um, which I thought was really cute. Um, but she, um, but people like normally in yoga class, it's just like everyone kind of gets up and they roll their mat and they're quiet and they're out, right? Um, but there's really this beautiful sacred space that's created um, when you are all sinking and breathing together. And so now mm -hmm. online, you know, having just a little bit of community over tea or um, whatever with people that would normally have scooted out immediately after class. So, you know, I think this is one of those things that's going to stick, you know, like even when we can get back into the studio, I bet there will always be the monitor in the back and the camera so people can, can attend virtually, which is amazing. So for, if you're interested in trying yoga, now is the best time ever because there is, um, there's really nothing stopping you. You know, it's free and you can turn off your camera and so you're private. <laughs> I love that. Um, I think, I love that you're gonna share a link to that. And I, I, I'm loving what you said. We talked about this morning on the, the Woman Up Live as well, that there are going to be things that we are doing now. There are gonna be aspects of our lives that we're shifting onto virtual that we want to stay. Oh, yes. And and guess what? If we want it to stay, it will. Yes. We don't have to ask permission for that anymore, right? Yeah. Like we have cameras, we have the ability to do Zooms, to, to get connected and to actually create a space for more people to come to the table than ever before because there are people who will never walk into a yoga studio they because they are petrified of being with strangers. It is not, and and now you're opening up the, the door to these people to come into the room with you, to join you at the table or at their mat yeah. and participate in, in a ritual and a spiritual practice that you are so passionate about. And they they have always wanted to try, mm -hmm. right? They've all, I mean, yoga is kind of one of those things that I don't think I've ever met somebody who's been like, I would never do yoga. Yeah. Like, 
it's, there's always like a lo little level of curiosity around it. Like well, a lot of people say, oh, I'm not flexible. I can't do that. Or I, you know, my mind is too active. I can't do that. That's people tend to self-select out. Um, but yoga classes can be intimidating, right? I mean, for me, like, you know, just to be completely vulnerable here, you know, in my twenties or in my thirties, like, you know, I had a very, very strong physical practice. I mean, I could pretty much do whatever pose, you know, existed. And, um, you know, now in my late forties, you know, I just don't have the strength and flexibility that I once had. And, um, you know, my shape, my shape going through menopause is much different, you know? So, um, you know, much softer than I ever was before in my life. And, um, you know, and my softer, I love you. <laughs> That's such a beautiful way to put it. Well, yeah, I feel it's a little, little doughy, little doughy. <laughs> well, coming from something that's always very fit, right? You know, yeah. where I could pop into a headstand or do crazy, like, wiggity, 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 you know, things. And now I just can't. Um, and so, like, a part of the work there is, you know, just being okay with your body and loving your body exactly as it is, you know, serving its role today and in this moment. And, you know, so it's a beautiful way for people who don't want to come to a yoga class because everybody is in there doing headstands and you're like, I can't touch my toes. <laughs> that's, it, that's not what it's about. It's you know, so yoga means huge, which means to unite. And it's really about uniting breath, body and spirit. So it's not about doing like crazy crow pose or dragonfly or you know, one-handed handstand. Well, and, and I, I think what I, what I've always felt about yoga in your, like you're saying in my twenties and my thirties and now my forties is that it can, it shifts with you mm -hmm. and it's not, it isn't like running. It isn't like these, you know, volleyball yeah. where <laughs> like it is like volleyball is what it is. Yes. And you are either really good at it as, when you're young and when you're older, if you don't have the same ability, the game is different. Oh yeah. That's like those memes, you know, where it's like what I think I look like and what I actually look like, you know, yes, totally. those are awesome. I always think I look like Gabrielle, but I don't really. You're like, well, let me yeah. show you a couple of really cool breath techniques if I can. Okay. Um, yes, please. Okay. Lead us. Because people are asking for tactical stuff. Right. And I just want to yes. take a moment to do this. Um, all right. So the first thing we're going to do, um, you have to do this with me. Okay. I'm, oh, I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> my hands. I'm, I'm ready. All right. I got so grandma on my finger and everything. This is a healing mudra, right? So it's a sphere mudra where you're pressing your fingertips together like this. Beautiful. And then I want you to bring it right here in your solar plexus. So your solar plexus is that space where your ribs are. This is like your storehouse of energy. And in the yoga speak, it's called Manapura Chakra, if you will. Ooh. But it's right between your heart and your belly. Okay. I'll scooch. Heart and your belly. So right here, solar plexus. I'm in the right spot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're pressing, pressing these fingertips together like this. And we have that tall lifted spine. So that belly comes in towards that, into that spinal column, right? So you're pulling in and up and you're lifting up through that crown as you're rooting into the earth. And I have to give a shout out to Alyssa Hellman right here because she sent me the funniest text the other day. Um, I'm always talking about how you ground and root into the earth. And she, she, she's like, she sent me this text because they were teaching how to ground and root on TV. And she's like, she just, I don't know. Anyway, so I there is. amazing. So. Uh, don't you love that you pop in, into people's minds when it comes to things like that? Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, like, she's like, oh my god, Molly, they were teaching how to ground and root on the on the Good Morning. <laughs> oh, it's going mainstream. All right, so we're having this sphere mudra here, pressing here at the solar plexus. Yes. And then um, we can close the eyes. You start to breathe in for a count of five. You exhale for a count of five, and then you hold for a count of five. So let's just do one round together. So do I breathe through my nose or out through my mouth or anything specific? Um, so in yoga, we primarily breathe through our nose, in and out through the nose, 
And then we have fallout breaths, if you will, through the mouth. They're like the deep sort of kind of uh, full breaths, right? But it is this, uh, it's primarily nose breathing. So, okay, let's breathe through the nose in. Four, five, and out. Two, three, four, five, and hold. Two, three, four, five, and then breathe in. And you just repeat that process, right? And if you have any kind of contraindications like pregnancy or high blood pressure, heart disease, then don't hold your breath or retain the breath. Um, you can just breathe in and out. But the key is having this beautiful mudra here at the solar plexus. Um, now what mudra is in yoga speak, it's basically movement of the hands. So mantra is uh, sound. Mudra is yoga of the hands, if you will. And then um, yantra is the sacred geometry piece. But, and then the last breath is the cooling breath. So if you are feeling really, really hot and stressed out, there is a breath called shatali. And um, can you curl your tongue, first of all? Yeah, okay. So some people cannot genetically do that. No, it's not wild. I know, okay. So if you can't genetically cool your tongue, you could just have like a little straw breath, like like uh, make a straw mouth, like, or you, or you go like this. And this breath, <laughs> people who are just coming out now are like, what are Molly and Deborah doing? I know. You're like, uh, good times, right? I love you so much. Okay. So, well, so you breathe in through the straw. Okay. Can you feel the coolness? I can. It's amazing. Yep. And then you exhale slowly, softly through the nose. So we breathe in through the tongue. Full, full in breath, and then exhale completely fully through the nose. I love it. I definitely feel the coolness in my throat and going right down. I mean, yeah. this like would be great for like the hot flashes. It actually is. <laughs> the girl. personal summers that, I mean, seriously, that in the Power Women group, I mean, so, some of the posts and memes that the women who are really in the, in, in the heat of it. Yes. But like about, personal summers, uh, you know, like that's a really... And I run hot naturally. Like I have since I was a baby. I've always kicked my foot out of the covers. And I still do to this day. Like I have a fan blowing on me at all times. And so I that's fun. I mean, I actually feel cooler. Yeah, it's it works. So like it's that's right. So it's great for anger. It's great for um, you know, when you're feeling yourself like on the edge of anxiety, um, just to stop and pause. Um, and just do that nice cooling breath and, you know, just do it until you can feel the shift. And um, that shift happens for at different places for different people. Um, but it is an energetic shift and you can feel it and then you can proceed. And that is that's a breath that you can repeat as often as needed. Um, I love that. I love that. And I love the triggers, like all the different ways that you can use it. I think that's fantastic. It, I think um, I think you need to do a video of that. You doing those things only like simply those things. Like what, the breathing, the breathing technique? The, mm -hmm, yeah, I, I'm gonna say, uh, please do that in all of your spare time. Because uh, I think those are great. I mean, that's, that's definitely something that everybody needs right now, right? I think when you, when you have, it's important to identify your stress points. Yeah, right to say, you know, these are the things that are stressing me out right now. Yeah. Uh, it, it, for me, it's, you know, the incessant negativity in the news, it's noise. Like I have misophonia. So like if there's too many different noises, like a, a stereo and somebody's talking and the phone is ringing and there's a video playing, I, I cannot handle that. Throw in my husband chomping on a sandwich or chips. <laughs> I'm done. Like, I'm like, I have to put myself in a timeout, whether that's walking or literally going and sitting in a dark room. I'm like, 
<laughs> but but knowing like those are my stress points. What are your stress points, right? Like if you're, those of you who are listening, like what are the things that are stressing you out right now? That when you know that, that's your trigger to do your cool breathing, to do you know to ground yourself. And you don't need, in other words, you don't need to numb or medicate yourself. Like we have the tools we need here and here. <laughs> well, I mean, even like one that you can do, like if you're sitting, you know, if you can't, if that's going to be awkward in a meeting, like. Or that awkward in a meeting, even just like bringing your awareness to the very tip of your nose and just, you know, internally in your, in your mind's eye, you know, I am breathing in and I am breathing out. Mm. I mean, yes. that yes. works wonders. And the same thing is when you're, when you can close your eyes and you feel the air coming in the nose, you know, it's cool. And then when it leaves the nose, it's warm. And so there's just this beautiful sacred thing that you can do um, regardless of where you are. You know, I am breathing in and I am breathing out. And that is just a really great way to bring you right back. I love that. I love that. So, that's so beautiful. Uh, I have the Apple Watch. I know that you gave yours to Stace. Yeah. Um, I, one of my favorite things about it is when it tells me to breathe. I just <laughs> like, like that. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's such a beautiful, it's like, I'm like, oh, please tell me to breathe. Like, <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Stand up. It reminds me to stand up and it reminds me to breathe. These things that when you're in a stress zone, when you're, when you are stressed out, you, we do hold our breath. Yes. We don't even realize we're holding our breath. We, we do sit sedentary for so many hours during the day. And so many people right now who used to have actually have to walk maybe a quarter of a mile yes. or an eighth of a mile to the bathroom at work now are walking next door. So, so the exercise that we're getting is far, far less if we're not getting up and moving, if we're not getting up and standing, if we're not reminding ourselves to breathe. So I love those. I love those. And I think that brings brings you into focusing on the present as well, which is a a, a big tip when you're feeling like all stressed out right now. It's yes. everyone's kind of the, they're all vision casting this, like, what will the world be? It's like, well, what is, what is it right now? Like, yeah. What's happening inside your home? Are you healthy? Yeah. Are your kids healthy? Are your parents healthy? Like focus on what you do have. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know what? It, I was talking with one of my girlfriends the other day who has, so her husband's home, her kids are home. She's home. She's usually, she's used to having that all to herself. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now it's like, everything is on fire because of course now every she's in charge of the meals. And I was saying to her, well, what about like putting a, a, one of the shelves in the pantry, that's like the free for all it's got, you know, the, whatever they want so that they don't have to ask you for food. Yes. Like just have a basket on the counter. Like, so for the parents out there, like part of the thing that stresses us out is constantly being interrupted when we're trying to do our thing as well. Right. And so I know when kids get bored, they want it, they go to eat. They're like opening the refrigerator. All it's crazy. Yeah. And so it's like, what can you do that keeps them out of the fridge that keeps them eating things that are healthy? You know, right now you probably have things in your pantry where you could make homemade granola bars or little, you know, gluten-free energy balls with peanut butter and oats, whatever. Like what's your thing that you can do to create a space where like, they don't have to ask you. It's like, take one. Yeah. That you can get that out, get that interruption, get that responsibility off your plate because it's, I mean, we have to remember that we don't know how long this is, but we do know that we can, there are certain things we can control right now. And that is taking care of the things that are rubbing us the wrong way. Like yeah. if the kids asking you for food is rubbing you the wrong way, I mean, you don't want to be snapping at them telling them to shut up. Yeah. So what can you do to ease that? Right. Um, 
And, and how can you get them involved in the kitchen? I've, I've been loving a lot of that, like kid, moms and dads and, and kids in the kitchen, cooking meals together, cooking, you know, baking cookies and, and, you know, and well, cooking is a life skill. So that, is, that is for me a non-negotiable. My kids all have like pretty legit kitchen, like skills, not kitchen cleaning skills, but kitchen prepping and cooking and baking skills. <laughs> sounds like, sounds like they need to get the cleaning skills this yes, week. Yes. Because our health has been a nightmare and a mess. And that's the thing that's stressing me out the most is because I like to have a, my, a space that is tidy. And it is um, just, it means just the volume of people using the stuff. And, you know, it's it's messy. Yep. And um, But I do think that the kids, you know, taking some of the meals and preparing them, you know, it's it's good. I mean, that, that only serves everybody in the long run because, you know, um, you know, we have forgotten how to cook things. So, yes, you know, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've, I have seen several posts about that. Like, you know, there's geography and then there's geography. Like you can you could be teaching kids where their things belong as a geography lesson. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. You know, like so. So there's ways that we can take the stress off as as parents or guardians who are who are now executives, business owners, entrepreneurs, uh, community leaders parents, teachers, chefs, cleaners, like we have many, and it's all day, yes. every day. There's a way to relinquish some of those things. Like I get it. You want a tidy house, but where's your tidy room right now? Like, where is your respite? Because no one's coming over Here in this office that I'm yep. to go to next week. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, and that's just it. So at home, you know, yeah. do you and Stace turn your master into a no zone? Like no one gets to go in there, but the two of you and you create your beautiful Zen space that is where you probably do a little work next week, but where it's still, you know, it's going to be clean and it's not going to be forever, but you, that's just, it's, you have to create, you have to look at what you can control. And if you need tidy space, where is Molly's space? Yeah, I, that's that's actually a really good thing because I, um, yeah, I don't have that right now. Well, and, and that's and so it's it's about being aware of of yourself, right? And when we talked about it earlier, like naming your feelings and being okay to name your feelings. Like you can say, I'm stressed out by this mess. Where is my clean space? Where is my tidy nook? And and also saying to the rest of your family, like if you're looking for a Zen mom and wife, here is what I need from you. I need every night before you go to bed to take this basket and fill it with all your junk yeah. and take it to the room. Well, the teenagers' rooms are like hazmat. I mean, like you need to go in there with like, I mean, there's just this strange smell. We're convinced that something is probably dead up there, but you know, we're not sure exactly where or what it is. Well, and I mean, some people can function in the mess, but I think for the most part, we we as humans, like our brains love clean space. Right. Oh, I like one of those like white boxes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like ultra modern white box. What <laughs> virtual list? Because are we running out of time? I mean, and you had said eight things and we've done like two of them, right? Or oh, no, no. We're, we're actually, I'm just not numbering them. I'm oh, kind of box. flowing through them. Absolutely. Well, and I'm going, I'll definitely be doing a blog post and, and a podcast on uh, that walks through all of them. Um, one that I definitely don't want to miss talking about is keeping perspective through gratitude oh, and, yeah. and really putting some focus on a, a gratitude moment every single day for everyone in that's living in your home yeah. right and and 
that could be a gratitude challenge that they're doing with their friends online, yeah. whether that's Instagram or TikTok, whatever, like <laughs> wherever they are, yeah. like for them to focus on sharing things that they're grateful for every single day and sharing it with the family. Uh, it could be a, a gratitude journal, you know, a place, a journal. It could be a gratitude jar, which is, you know, anybody who's heard me speak about gratitude knows I love the gratitude jar. Um, or it could be, you know, you've got a whiteboard or a chalkboard in your house and every day people write down what they're, you know, what they're most grateful for that day. Focusing on gratitude right now is huge, is especially for teens, Molly. And we talked about this a little bit on Monday uh, when we were talking about how perspective is a function of experience. Yeah. And so teens right now, yeah. they don't have the depth and breadth of experience that we do in our 40s and our 50s and our 60s. And so they're when, when they're missing spring break or they're missing their graduation, it's a big deal. They don't have the perspective we have. We cannot expect them to filter it the same way we are. And their brains aren't even developed yet. So yeah. it's like we cannot expect them to have that same perspective. So our job as the grownups in the room is to say, that does suck. You are right. Let's let's talk about that. And then when appropriate, discuss what they do have, a house that's safe, friends who are healthy, yeah. you know, food to eat chickens that are laying healthy eggs that they can eat. You know, I mean, the, the, the art of gratitude is something that is constantly in need of honing because we're humans and there are so many, I mean, I've done so much research on this. It's the humans want and retain the negative so much more than they seek and keep the positive. Oh my God. We're having that conversation this morning. I'm, you know, and I'm normally a very glass half full person, but um, yeah, she was calling me out on that. So that is, that's the second time I've heard that today, which means I'm getting that message loud and clear universe. It's coming through. Yes. You know, one of the things that we do um, every night around the dinner table, which is free and easy, is we do this thing called Rose and Thorns. Um, and we've been doing it since the kids were, um, I mean, since they could talk, but it essentially, um, it's four things. It's your rose is your best part of the day. Your thorn is something that is, was heavy on your heart or something that you would want to redo. Your um, blossom is the thing that you're looking forward to do. For to do, And um, your bloom is your thing that you're grateful for. Um, and so that's a tradition that we've done. And it's funny because we often have, not now, but well, kind of now, um, we always have extra kids at our dinner table. I mean, there just is always somebody extra. And um, so it's fun to see you know, the kids doing this now with their friends, um, mm. a tradition where they're like, okay, you know, everybody has to pitch in and we go, you know, round Robin and everybody has to share. Um, honestly, it's more of a, an exercise too of practicing good listening because everybody's always trying to talk over each other and stuff. And so it's even just the skill of being an active listener, um, is part of it too, but they say they don't like it, but they, but they do, you know? Yeah. Isn't that true? It's, those are the memories that they'll carry with them their whole life and a practice that they'll likely at some point instill in their home life yes. as adults when they plant their, when they plant their roots elsewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, that's beautiful. I love that. And, and so it's rose, rose and thorns, blossoms and blooms. Yep. They write the down. Okay. Yep. I love that. I love, I think that's so beautiful. I'm going to add that in there somewhere in, into this blog post. Uh, you know, one of the other things that was on my list that we haven't talked about really is smile, laugh, wave a lot. Yes. Like we aren't in a position where when we're, when we are walking with the people we live with, yeah. who are the only people we should be walking with right now. Yeah. 
If we don't, if somebody doesn't live with you, don't meet them for a walk. Now is not the time. <laughs> but when, when we're taking walks with the people that we live with and we see people across the street in our neighborhood walking with the people they live with, yes. waving, smiling, you know, doing a quick, hey, how's it going? I hope everything's great with you. Yeah. Uh, and keeping going. Like, it's important to still look at each other, to yeah. recognize each other, to smile and wave um, and laugh. You know, I, like, oh, like virtual hug. You know, yes. I, I saw my neighbor at the grocery store today and I, you know, I adore her anyway. But um, but I saw her and we were both like, you know, yes, I just I missed her. It actually made me sad at first. But then but then I was like, oh, you know, what? it's you know, I'm a hugger. So I am I am that meme that is like the people in your life who are huggers, you know, check in on them because they're struggling, you know? Yes. yes. So, well, the thing is, is she's alive and she's healthy. Yes, that's true. And you want to keep her that way. Like I, I was having a conversation with, uh, with one of my girlfriends who's uh, in the Midwest. And I said, she's like, this is just so frustrating. I don't know what I can and I can't do or what I shouldn't, shouldn't touch. And I'm like, just pretend you've got the virus. Yeah. Not that you've got all the symptoms, pretend you got the virus. Would you yeah. do that? Yeah. She's like, dang, I'm like, that's your filter for everything. Would you invite somebody into your home? If you knew that you had a potentially deathly virus? No. Yeah. Would you invite someone else in if you thought they had a deadly virus? No. So just that's your filter. Wow. And, and you're, you're preaching to the choir here because I'm so bad at this. I'm well, it, you know, there's there's so many things that I've seen. Uh, I, I shared about the the grandpa who plays tic-tac-toe with his his grandson through the screen door. Can I yeah. share that? Yeah. Beautiful, yeah. Uh, you know, the, there are ways that you can still see people. You just have, right now, we have to keep our distance. And, and I know it's so hard. It's just the longer we like let a little get a little lax is the longer we're going to have to be separated mm. and that and that over and over again you just think if i can do this if i can keep that separation for two weeks it's only two weeks yeah. but if i if i if day four i let someone in now i got to go another 14 days All so right. every time you let somebody in that doesn't live with you did stacy feed you the script because uh no she <laughs> didn't but it, it, is is this what's happening in your home yes, it is. <laughs> And so, I, and I, I mean, it's me. I'm like, well, they're just going to be outside, you know. Okay, I hear you. I'm, I'm. You're breaking through. You're breaking through. Yes. It's and and honestly, it's it is as simple as saying, walk the planet like you have it, and can give it to every single person that you meet, yes. and that every person who doesn't live in your home is carrying it as well, because we don't know. And and if you come from from a, a giver, a hugger, a lover, a nurturer like you, it's as simple as saying you don't want to give it to anybody, and you don't want anyone to give it to your kids. So two yeah. weeks, fourteen days, that's it. Well, that's I, we well, we went to the store today, like I said, and I got I got what we need for two weeks. Um, you know, and that's great. I mean, you, you you may have to go out again to get something. Just remember this: only one of you goes. Yeah, it's a solo mission. Should you choose to accept it? Like it is a solo mission. More of you don't need to go out again. And then it's just stripping off anything that was out in the public off and directly into the washing machine, not on the floor, not in a hamper, into the washing machine. It's like, yeah, you guys, are, Seattle, you guys are smarter than the rest of us, you know, because you've been doing this. You, you know, yes. you're the, Yes, it's so true. Well, and you know, and there's still some people here in our area that were monkeying around. We so here's what happens in Seattle: the sun comes out, and everyone loses their freaking mind. Mm -hmm. They're like, "Woohoo! It's vacation!" And so they had we had hundreds of people on Alki Beach, which is like our closest version to an actual beach here in the Seattle area. Yeah, and and, and it's like, what are they doing? 
like what a bunch of yahoos but the sun was out and so they lost their mind and so now our governor was basically like all right now you got to sip shelter in place <laughs> and it's they they've now said you know only essential and this is and so it's like for for us for andrew and i nothing's really changed yeah. it's everything's the same because we weren't doing that when we go on a walk it's the two of us and lizzie and that's it and we cross the street when uh you know the kind of the rule of thumb around here in our neighborhood is whoever has the fewer people in their party is the one that moves across the street <laughs> So if there's one person walking and the two of us are walking, that one person crosses the street. Oh unless it's a unless it's an adult with a child, then yeah. you don't want the kid going across the street. But but wow. so it's we're like learning these new ways of of keeping each other safe. Well, and a whole new language: virtual visiting, social visiting, social distancing, shelter in place. You know, like yep. this is yep. it is a whole thing. You know, um, that's why I like to call it sip. Okay, oh. are you sipping? See. Tea in the morning, maybe a little bubbles or something in the in the evening during a happy hour. Um, you know, the virtual the virtual life is, does not have to be alone. Yeah. Social distancing is physical distancing. Yes, it's you don't have to leave your socializing behind. Like you can yeah. still socialize with with distance. I mean, we've been doing it for years. We just never actually called it that, right? And so I think it's it's been kind of fun. Like my my mom's learning how to download Zoom and like she knows how to use FaceTime. So she knows how to, you know, how to set the iPad up and, yeah. and do all that. And she's like, you know, I'm 70 and I'm learning all this stuff, you know? And some some of it's she's she gets a little frustrated, but then she's like in it. Yes. And she's like, this is amazing. I know. I you all, right? I know. My mom came to my yoga class last night. It was incredible, you know? And um oh. You know, now granted, she was sharing her screen the other day when we were doing it, and she couldn't find where she was, but like I could see her sharing. I'm like, Mom, you're sharing your screen. You know, like it, it is funny. There are all of those moments too, yes. but you yes. know, it is, it does, there are benefits, and we just have to focus on the things that are good about this moment. So, yeah. um, I like to use the mantra, This too shall pass, yes, um, because, um, you know, that kind of helps me remember that, um, highs and lows this too shall pass, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, not that he's Zen that I know, but Lawrence Yoon, who's the um, chief economist for the National Association of Realtors actually was on uh, Brian, do you know Brian Buffini? Oh yeah. He's a, yeah. Um, well, I don't, you know, yeah. I mean, you're like, I don't like this. I've listened to every podcast. So yes. And he has, he's just, he's fun. Yeah. And so he had Lawrence Yoon on his podcast talking about what's happening kind of in the real estate space. And I, I think actually the title of the podcast was This Too Shall Pass. Mm. And I loved, like, one of the things that Lawrence said was right now, like, everything that we went into this with, so in the real estate space, we went into this, into the coronavirus uh, crisis yeah. with a ho housing shortage. Yeah. We're going to come out of it to a housing shortage crisis. Yeah. <laughs> Houses aren't being built right now. Yeah. There's not more inventory being created. Mm -hmm. um, so, when we're on the other side, we're gonna still, there's still, people are still gonna wanna buy and sell houses. It's not like 2008 where it was like, everything was gone. Like it's, we're, we're not anywhere near where we were then. And so the things right now, if we can simply find ways to, to work with one another in this time to keep things going and uh, you know, in, in your world, it might be bartering. Like how can you barter with another small business owner who does what you need done now Yes. 
and keep each other busy and and you're doing something for her she's doing something for her that you would normally pay for yes but you're bartering it so you're still moving the needle forward you're still doing things you're still building you're still creating you're still doing what you've always wanted and needed to do to yeah. fulfill your purpose yeah. and you're not having to write checks to each other because when you get on the other side we're going to have money the economy is going to bounce back like it's it this isn't the end of the world and if it is we'll all be gone and we won't care anyways yeah that's so true. well and, and in addition to that too it's just like when i and i've interviewed like hundreds and hundreds of real estate agents that's why you know i love the heart of this industry so much but um everyone's always like a little bit time frantic like i never have enough time Mm -hmm. And um, mostly because there's just so much of juggling deadlines, balls, you know, all of that. But mm -hmm. now actually people do have time to catch up on all of the things that they didn't do, like stay in flow with your people, write the note, you know, make the phone call, do the things that we all know are so critical to this yes. business. Yes. And you actually have time now to catch up and get back into a genuine, thoughtful connection with somebody, you know, yes. and do it to try to sell them a house because that's not what's going to happen now anyway. So that's off the table. It's just really about loving your people and, and connecting. Um, yes. So well, and and also Molly, honestly, there are still transactions happening. There, I know. Actually, I'm surprised by that too because every agent that I know right now is has every. They're like still doing all the things. Yeah, I mean the, the thing, and this is a truism. Yeah. So much of what happens in the real estate transaction is virtual, or it can be virtualized. Yeah. Yeah. And and so and even like CAR, they're working uh, on working with the powers that be to get things like e-notarized. Like how do we do yes. notarizing? Like these are things that should be happening anyways. Yes. And now it's just pushing it forward. So there are still transactions happening. Yeah. There are still, yeah. there's still lots of, and there's closings, escrows are happening, right? I mean, we're hearing the doom and the gloom about, oh, well, you know, this is how many escrows didn't happen. It's kind of like what's happening with the coronavirus. There's these big numbers of this is how many people have, have, have passed away from it, but they're not talking about the tens and hundreds of thousands of people who have, gotten it and are on the other side of it because yeah. that's not that's not icky scary yeah, <laughs> they'd rather focus on that and so there's lots of escrows that are closing there's lots of people who are still making money there are a lot of people who are still doing what they've always done it's just they're doing it in a different way yeah and and so that's why i think it's so important for these for the especially in the real estate community which is woven into the fabric of our lives in this country i mean the the home ownership is something that so many people do seek and they're and they're moving the pieces all yeah. the time. They're living, they're preparing to sell, they're looking to buy, like it's just always something is happening in that. And that they can come together in these happy hours that I know like realtor.com has been doing them. Laura Monroe has been doing them over in the Inman community. Uh, Barb's been doing them inside her space. Heather's been doing them inside of what's happening with Women's Council. And so they're coming together and they're sharing these stories. Like this is how I switched it. This is how yeah. I'm doing it virtually. And so like join in those moments, join yeah. in those happy hours and participate in those conversations because honestly, like that, there's going to be magic on the other side. We actually could potentially come out even better than we are today. I don't want to say we will. Yeah. I will because I can control that. Yes. I will I will live better on the other side of this. I will do business better on the other side of this. Hands down. And a big part of that, totally honest, is that people who have been fighting doing things virtually with me are now like, okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's really helped me. And yeah. I can say it's not that I want it here, but I'm saying I can find a silver lining. I can find goodness in this. And so all of you who are listening, where's your silver lining? Where's the goodness? Are you getting more rest? Are you drinking more water? Are you getting more walks? Are you having deeper conversations with your family and your friends and your clients? Like you probably are. You're probably shaking your head. And like, there's beauty in that. 
There is, right? And again, like up leveling now that we're all sheltering in place, right? Like the the importance of home. Mm. You know, it's not just a shelter, you know, that there's so much yes. that, that embodies. And so, you know, moving out of that transactional mindset into that sacred space of what real estate pros are actually doing there, you know, they're I love that. in their place. And I know we're going to hear some of those stories in the Undisruptible series that you're launching next week. Yes. Oh, yes. I know. It's crazy. And uh, yeah, so we have our first free webinar this Thursday, actually tomorrow. Um, Tiffany McQuaid is going to be telling her stories of what she's doing to love for people. So I'll put a link um, for that. That's a free. That's free. Um, and um, I'm really excited about what she has to share. She is like literally pouring on the love machine to her people and it's paying dividends. Um, so that's good. I love um, it. She's a beautiful soul anyway. So yes, she is. Always yes, great to tune into her. But have you have you talked to Vanessa Bergmark lately? I have not. She's no. doing? Uh -huh. So her whole her whole company did this really fun kind of uh, social media campaign, if you will, where they she's really like stay home. Mm. Like stay home, protect yourself, take care of your family. Uh, you know, she doesn't want them or she she's trying to encourage her people to shelter in place. And so they did this whole so, like hashtag campaign on um sip saves lives. And so they all were writing these cute little sayings, quotes, um, encouraging words on paper and holding up and taking pictures of themselves and posting it all over social media over oh, the weekend. I love that. I love her anyway. She's a, she's a magnificent lady, you know? Yes, she is a, a, a rad lioness for sure. And so there's all sorts of great stories that, that we need, we need, we need told. We need people like you, Molly, that are telling those stories to inspire other people and all nooks and crannies of this galaxy to do the same. Right. Well, it's, let's have that as a call to action then. Let's say, tell us your story, you know, reach out to me personally or drop it, drop your name in. Um, I am writing an ebook right now about all these stories of what undestructibility means. And um, I would love to actually include include people in that and spotlight you and live you and love you and all that stuff. Cause I, I can do that. That is that is within my control. So it's good stuff, you know. I love that. So you you've got a lot of things to drop in. I do. <laughs> I need I, I like a, an ongoing list here, so I'm going to actually do yes. that. And, you know, I have one. I have one. I can share it with you. What what I wrote down. What at least what I wrote down. But I think that uh, ultimately, you know, we we know that everyone is going through something right now. It and it some for some people their business is booming and things are going like crazy and they're feeling shame and guilt around that. Yeah. So thinking, why am I? You know, what makes me so special that I'm getting business right now and they're feeling bad please shake off the shame. Like, yeah, it, it's, this is a, this is a virus. It, this is, it's okay to be surviving and thriving through this. Like it's, it's such a weird thing. Like there, there's just such weird energy around that. Maybe we can talk about that on Friday about how, how, if you are, if success is, you're being showered with success. What does that mean? Like, how are you dealing with that? How are, how are you st still celebrating it? Cause it's okay to celebrate in this time. Yeah. Like we need that. We actually need to be shining a light on goodness. Um, but yeah, it's don't keep your story. Don't keep your, don't keep those things that you're doing a secret, share them, share them with Molly, you know, uh, I'll share all of my ideas. Like I said, in, in the blog on the podcast, and I'll get back into doing my, you know, moxie affirmations on Mondays. And, you know, we're, we're all getting to the point where we're learning this new normal. And that's a, that's a beautiful thing. And it's okay if you haven't figured it all out yet. <laughs> I know. Well, I think our time is up. We've got to, uh, it is. We, we got to go do, do all those things. We've, right? we've been being together and now it's time to go do. <laughs> I know. Well, and also my teacup is my, my giant mug is empty, which means that it's time to <laughs> it's 
time to go. No more sipping. All right, my friend, I will see you on Friday at yeah. 12. Yeah. Hopefully I can be here. Otherwise my internet will be bad, which means that we may have to postpone, but um, okay. crossing fingers that I can still be here. So yes, yes. Uh, fabulous. All right, my dear. Mm. Love you love everyone. Thank you for joining us. And jazz hands. <laughs> All right. All right. See you. Bye. Thank you for spilling the tea with Molly and me today. It was our heart's desire to provide a lens for focus, a place to uncover the opportunities that abound, and create a moment to embrace grace and gratitude as we celebrate the beauty that is swirling all around us. To connect with us, head on over to our current collaboration site, moxieonfire.com, and sign up for updates. That's moxieonfire.com. Let's all go forth and lead with love, trust, and faith.